the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. something. I may have discovered something. First of all, let's cover the atrocities. There are so many. Let's just begin with the most recent. 4,155 pages of payoffs, of pay-to-play, of spending other people's money and hoping they never look into it. And the reality is, why wouldn't they? We have bought this idea that these political whores can pass money to their pimp donors, and that is now normal. But we are only in the first quarter of the fiscal year 2023. That's how government works. There's a reason that they separate the calendar. And that is for this kind of chicanery. And it is outrageous. So aside from the $3.5 million for Michelle Obama's walkway, so she can walk her fat ass around Georgia anytime she wants on the people's dime, that's bad enough. There's a bailout for sanctuary cities buried in this boondoggle. Tucked away in the Senate's version, $785 million for services such as food, shelter, and all kinds of welfare roach stay-and-play payoffs to the illegal aliens. So as we talk about the border, no, this is a very specific reason. They need people on the dole. Those are the most willful slaves to the government corruption that is this Democrat mafia, led by a dimwit in diapers. And wait till you see what I found out. Anyway. I want you to remember these names. These are the 10 low-life scumbag rat lion bastard Republicans that supported this. And I want you to remember a couple of them very specifically. Murkowski, Shelby, remember that one, not just because it's Irish and he dyes his hair red. Tuberville, Boozman, Cotton. Oh, what happened, Senator Cotton? You're always a Tea Party guy, you rat. Rubio, scumbag, big ears. Grassley. He'll have you'll forgive him. He also needs a diaper change. Young Moran also rhymes with moron McConnell, old lady face, the grandma from the Beverly Hills hillbillies Collins, Irish blunt Hyde Smith, probably Irish wicker, definitely Irish Portman. Who cares? Graham, Irish rounds Thune, Irish Cronin, Irish Romney magic underpants. Burlap thinks he's Jesus on the next planet. Capital. You even got a, you even got a, one of our guys, huh? You even got Italian, huh? All right. These are the rat bastard Republicans that signed on to this swindle, this fraud, this lie, this scam. But ultimately, it will be, it will be passed. They're going to make you think you have hope. You don't. The money's already out. For instance, Shelby, you know Shelby, Richard Shelby. Turns out 
he gets a little walking away money. The University of Alabama will receive $10 million in creative institutes last year. Shelby's package that he brings home to his state is six hundred and sixty six all sixes million dollars that he gets as a slush fund. They call it pork. They call it whatever they want. This is bribery. This is payoff money to his campaign contributors. So he can put his name on every building around, just like old lady face Mitch McConnell. And it turns out, let him hang Nancy Pelosi. She gets another building in San Francisco and the rest of it. This is the kind of nonsense that's in, been in this. Patrick Leahy, $2.35 million for science and nature museums in Vermont. This is nonsense. $500 million in the bill. He has secured $500 million. In off, $500 million. This is outrageous. But will it really be legal? You know, there's a funny thing about law. You can't sign a legally binding contract if you're under 18. You can't sign one if you have no competence, if you are declared incompetent, if you are unfit, if your signature is not valid. That is what I believe we are witnessing now. And I will tell you why. You heard the story about Uncle Frank, that all, everybody in the story was dead in the early 2000s. You know, I, uh, my dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was not feeling very well now, not because of the Battle of the Bulge, but he said, and he won the Purple Heart. And he never received it. He never, he never got it. Do you think you could help him get it? It will surprise him. So he got him the Purple Heart. He had won it in the Battle of the Bulge. And I remember he came over to the house, and I came out, and he said, present it to him. Okay, we had the family there. I said, Uncle Frank, he won this, and I went to him. He said, I don't want the damn thing. I'm serious. He said, I don't want it. I said, what's the matter, Uncle Frank? You earned it. He said, yeah, but the others died. And remember that. Now, granted, the people he says he was talking to had been dead for a decade. But remember that. This is from when he was on the campaign trail. This was sent to me by a friend of mine. This was a scandal three and a half years ago, although Joe Biden himself was a scandal three and a half years ago. It didn't matter, though. The Democrat Marxist mafia was going to do anything it could to legitimize the theft of the presidential office. So this is very relevant because Joe Biden's signature means nothing on documents. One of his buddies got shot, fell down a ravine about 60 feet. This guy climbed down a ravine, carried this guy up on his back under fire. And the general wanted me to pin the silver star on him. And then a moving moment as Biden approached with the medal. It's the God's truth. My word is a Biden. He stood his attention. I went to pin him. My word is a Biden. Your name, shortened the pants, Irish gypsy, wannabe gangster, is synonymous with pathological liar. Your name is a punchline, as your presidency will be remembered in the future. You, sir, are now what you have been for 50 years. A whore, but moreover, a joke, an obvious swindler, scam artist, fraud. And you're in exactly the right place you should be, in the whorehouse known as Washington, D.C. I said, sir, I don't want the damn thing. Do not put it on me, sir. Please, sir, do not do that. He died. He died. But the Washington Post. Now, did that sound similar to you? I mean, I know we don't have any moron Democrats with an IQ under 60 listening. But did that sound similar? We still have that one cream puff, Jim, who I happen to like, even though his love handles only make his truck a one seater. in The city of Chicago. However, does that sound even remotely similar? This used to be something that we called 
a scandal. But what it really is, is evidence this man is suffering from dementia. His signature is null and void. No bill that he has signed since he usurped the office should be law. And this particular Congress coming in better take that avenue and neuter this political prostitution because we've all become very too acclimated to the climate of corruption. Ten Republicans, five of whom touted themselves to be Tea Party advocates rather than what they really are, whores and scumbags and self-enriching, self-aggrandizing war profiteers. And yes, we'll get to Zelensky. How are you doing? Later. Dug into the story and determined Biden got the time period, the location, the heroic act, the type of metal, the military branch, and the rank of the recipient wrong as well. So what in the story was right? Hey, stupid. I know your job is to protect this mafia. But that's the whole story. So the whole fracking thing was a lie three years ago. The only thing that was better was the cadence in his voice because the dementia hadn't stopped the, the enunciation of every word. It's his own role in the ceremony. Biden seems to have conflated several events. Kyle White, the serviceman he describes, an Army specialist, not a Navy captain, was actually presented with the Medal of Honor by President Obama in Washington, D.C. But the vice president did pin a medal on a different man in a different part of Afghanistan for a different act of valor. Army Staff Sergeant Jeremiah Workman, who tried to rescue a fellow soldier from a burning vehicle. You know... When you have kids and when you're raising kids or when you're picking friends, you don't associate with scum like Joe Biden. I don't associate with scum that are Democrats. But to pretend that this is just what a lie. Are we pretending it's a political lie? This is a sign of dementia. And if that wasn't enough to give you kind of a legacy of what kind of scum this shallow gene pool of this Irish gypsy comes from. A stunning announcement from former Vice President Joe Biden. The widow of his late son, Beau, Hallie Biden, is in a romantic relationship with Beau's younger brother, Hunter. A surprising headline from the Bidens. That's surprising. This is too low for a Jerry frickin' Springer house. We don't know how many of these Irish gypsies are living in the White House, but we do know they're all obviously humping each other. Here are Hallie and Hunter in the audience at the 2016 Democratic Convention. We are all lucky that Hunter and Hallie found each other as they were putting their lives together again after such sadness. He was stooping the widow of supposedly the war hero, Bo, who for all we know, never saw a day of action. Because who are you, who's telling you what happened? This Irish liar? This fraud of a human being? This walking punchline? And this is the guy that just gave away, we know, at least $115 billion to arguably the most corrupt, aside from him, politician and president and leader of any country. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided. No, don't celebrate yet. Wait till you get on the plane. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on. Your Oh, well played, actor, comedian. Well played. Because what you know, there's more where that came from. Start the plane. Get the hookers on. Dress them up like stewardesses. There you go. And in the meantime... He was killing people, 14,000 of his own countrymen, before we started to give him money. And now this is going on. Religious organizations which have links to Russia. An announcement made by President Vladimir Zelensky in his nightly address. Oh, no, you think this is from before, during the Civil War, when he was already killing his people? 
No, no, no. This is from a week ago. The National Security and Defense Council has instructed the government to propose to the parliament a draft law on the prohibition of activities in Ukraine of religious organizations affiliated with the centers of influence in the Russian Federation. Do you know what he means by that, right? It's a little something. It was actually before the Russian Federation. It was actually before the Soviet Union. You could argue it was during the Ottomans. It's called the Orthodox Christians, you freaking scumbag. The Orthodox Christians. That's who you're persecuting, scum. Zelensky also said that there would be a probe into whether the Russian-backed wing of the Ukraine Orthodox Church... Who's going to do the probe? The Nazi Azovs or the Nazi Tornadoes? Who's going to do the probe? How about Ihor Kolomoisky? You just gave the most corrupt piece of garbage fraud who we think is worth $600 million, but nobody can trace because his money's in Cyprus. And you just give him a blank check for billions? Money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible... Now, how about this? How about it's a sale price, scam artist? Now the Ukraine is ours. We're going to have 51 states. We'll get one of these Democrats right sooner or later. We'll just keep collecting on the money we give away. Will you party on some private jet with some strippers and hookers? Take Hunter with. He'll bring the drugs. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Oh, look at there he is. Squirrel Hands uh, went home because of the snow. He had to fill in for an earlier host. So we have the big cheese. Some call him Thumbs. I call him Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Got the big cheese Eric on the board today. It's big news. Big news. He rarely works. He has a big office. Do you even have work clothes? You look like Zelensky. All right. Uh, You know, when you take a look at Zelensky, aside from this last week cracking down on Orthodox Christians, You take a look at what has happened since really before the invasion. He disbanded other political parties. He locked up reporters that questioned his agenda and his money. I think this is why we didn't give the Nazis in the 30s the money. I don't know, maybe this time. But then again, how many Americans even know who Stefan Bandera is? What about .006? But everybody knows what religious persecution is, right? known as the Moscow Patriarchate, was entitled to operate at one of Ukraine's most hallowed sites, the Pechersk Lavra complex in Kiev, a site which was raided just last week by Ukrainian forces in an attempt to counter what they say was subversive activities by Russian special services. I wonder if that same church got raided by the Nazis back in the 30s and 40s. I bet you did. I bet you. I bet you this is not new. Probably knew some of the same guys, huh? Grandkids. Hey, I knew your grandfather. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on. I'm telling you right now. I don't know which is a bigger bigger gaffe. The fact that the Democrat mafia wrapped their arms around this piece of garbage kid, Sam Bankman Freed, or this piece of garbage. I don't know which one is worse. You're back in the wrong horse. I know that. 
Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Well, I'm always aggravated when you find out that the Republicans are just as scummy as the Democrats. It's almost like being in Illinois. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the first thing I would like to say uh, and get in is uh, to wish you and your family, along with Squirrel and Nikki and uh, oh, thank you. Uh, Honey Bunny, a Merry Christmas and a healthy and happy New Year. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I am not going to spend, there will not be one Democrat at my Christmas. I'm really looking forward to it. And then I would like to say, how can the, uh, how ridiculous are the Republicans and the Democrats for applauding uh, Zelensky? They act like he came here to pay off our national debt when he came here to collect his check for $45 billion. And then to continue to ask us for more money. Because how Roy Blunt. Gonna, how long are we going to keep sending uh, Ukraine money? Missouri Senator Roy and, Blunt secured more than $348 million in the same package, along with Shelby, along with Leahy, along with Inoff. So really, to a certain extent, this stooge, who is a stooge, this this religious persecuting Nazi sympathizing Ukrainian oligarch, this scumbag became a distraction for the crime bill, the offensive, the atrocity, the bill of atrocity. But go ahead. Yeah, but then, but then again, the Republicans came in and they uh, passed this, uh, this bill. And there's nothing in it too, really for the American people. There's nothing in it uh, about the borders or high inflation Rich. or, uh, or energy. Uh, it's the same the, the story. It's the same story, different year. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, Rich. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. But this is what you have to do. Tell the kids, the young ones, exactly what you've witnessed. Because they're not... Did you? What was the word you used? How did they support it? They didn't support it. They cut themselves in. This is a mafia. Cut me in or cut it out, Bill. And they cut enough. The Demo- they right. cut enough. Republican scums got cut in, and they take hundreds of millions of dollars back to their sewer states that they never represented in the first place. And they steal the money with their big donors and screw the ordinary man. They're just like the Democrats. Only this time, their suits, their their suit jackets and pants match. That's the only difference. Rat bastards. Mike in displays. Hey Tom, this. All right, we got a we got a bad connection. We got a bad connection, brother. Sorry about. That. Did he call me Tom or something? Joe. All right. Uh, do I want to go with bad comedy or Naperville? George Naperville. Sean, uh, to save some money and honor Michelle Obama, couldn't they just name a ghost job after her? We already tried that twice. She's so good you can never replace her. But I think giving her a walking path, this for once, is money well spent. It's time to get out there, chubbies. Walk that ass off. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Morons that support this. Really, I'm lucky because I don't associate with any Democrats or people with an IQ below 60. Even you, Senator Fetterman. However, the fiscal year for our government started two months ago. You've got this omnibus bill, and nobody is going to ask why. People don't ask why because they don't want to say, well, you don't know. You don't know how it went. 
No, no, no. I want to know because you, you passed a record budget of $5.9 trillion. In that budget, all the military spending and everything, and now you spend it on the bus bill? Is it overlapping? Are you expanding the programs? I want some transparency. You know, I mean, after all, you're releasing an army of extortion Gestapo called the IRS to comb over tax returns of people that already filed like Trump and like any other Republican. I want to see if they can audit your your books, because the idea that we're pretending these senators aren't bribed whores with their clothes on is outrageous. Leahy, Patrick Leahy, he just announced, I heard it on the Nikki Whaley News. He secured $2.35 million for Science and Nature Museum in Vermont, named after him. You know how this works, don't you, Eric? You know how it works? It already exists. So what he does is he goes there and he bribes them a fraction of that. And they put his name on the outside. And they buy a couple new books, maybe a dinosaur bone. Hope he gets it at Donnelly Auctions, you know, spreads it around a little bit. And they pretend... That he did something of achievement. Where's the rest of the money go? Right back into his coffer. Now, here's the beauty. He's retiring because somehow he's alive over 110 years old, which he looks like. As long as he spends that money on politics, either buying other politicians, working as a quasi lobbyist, or if he takes his hooker girlfriend, not his wife, the hooker girlfriend and her sister to lunch. And he says, you know, I was really tough about that omnibus bill. Ta-da! You talked about politics. Drinks are on the house. They're like gangsters, only they're all pasty and white and Irish. It's not good at all. Mike in Des Plaines. Hey, Sean. Uh, great to talk to you. Uh, I got uh, two questions, and then you can uh, answer them, and I'll listen to you. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, about the... Uh, Ukrainian support, um, I think it's the, uh, you know, what they call the um, military-industrial complex. Well, first of all, I've always supported the Ukrainian people. That's why I never wanted to give the government that was killing them money. And if anybody supported the Ukrainian people for the last seven and a half years that they've been embroiled in a civil war, they would have looked into the fact of exactly who the bad guy was and who the good guy was. And they would have known things such as this. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. That's a problem. How many people knew that? How many people knew that? Right. So these are the things. And, you know, you wrap you, you, you blindfold people with a flag. Ironically, it's always fun when Democrats do it because they're supposed to be the, the party of anti-war. Then when the reality is they're war profiteers and war criminals that would make George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. That's K Street. K Street. Yeah, of course. And until K Street is boarded up, Main Street will be. All right. What was the next one? And, and the other one is uh, when Congress gets control next year. Uh, are they going to really investigate Biden and all his lies? It's irrelevant. If they do, it will be for their own campaign. They are they are powerless. That that tiger I mean, has Joe, no teeth. Joe is uh, no. a, a have, liar from way back, man. You, you, know, you have to declare days. him. You have to declare him unfit to serve. And we have more than enough evidence. Yeah. Mike, uh, you know how much I appreciate I you listening. Thank you very much. I hope I it happens, too. I love you, too. I love you, too. I cut him off on all I love you. But he knows I love him. But this is an illusion of a republic. We do not have a constitutional republic. I know it's not popular to say. But let's stop putting lipstick on the pig that is this mafia. 
How many actual Americans support bankrupting your freaking neighbor and your dollar, destroying the integrity of your own currency? Are there many of us? I mean, I know that you have all of Washington, D.C., but I could buy them not as cheap as a Chicago alderman. For $1,000, you, you get a Chicago alderman to eat a banana, drop off a fruit salad, and have his wife give you a lap dance. They're cheap and easy. But in Washington, D.C., you just got to move a comma around, and you could buy yourself Senator Patrick Leahy. Ooh, Republican, conservative, man of integrity. $2.35 million, you'll do anything, won't you, you bald moron? Craig Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, kid. What are you doing? Exercises? You doing jumping jacks? Oh, yeah. I was just taking, uh, getting the I don't snow shovels know. out and all that I kind of I don't want to know if Mrs. Craig got all frisky. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah. Okay. Now, if it wasn't bad enough that they basically uh, gave away the whole store and everything like that, this morning I hear about January 6th, guys, and there's this John Mellis who was one of the guys who never went into the building. He was he was one of the 12 guys that was out there trying to block out the police from beating it, uh, Roseanne Boylan's head in. The police who had the Billy Clubs, they're beating her up, beating her. These guys were just putting their hands up, trying to block out. She got beat to death, okay? So that's another woman that got killed. Really? And she's languishing in jail here. And I'll tell you what, it breaks my heart because... There's, these are political prisoners, and here's my point. When this smooth uh, Congress gets in there, are they going to go and take care of that whole thing and get those uh, um, uh, political prisoners out of that damn uh, hellhole? Craig, I think we could do this. So what was the woman's name that got beat to death? Roseanne Boyland. Roseanne Boyland? Yep. I'd like you to uh, start the information network up that uh, Roseanne's real name was Roscoe, and Roscoe was a transgender Panamanian. Panamanian. Oh, real, real important, Sean. Here it is. Yeah. There's a, there's a, um, wearegoodmen.com is a place where people can go and get all kinds of information on what, what happened. All right. Uh, John Mellon's girlfriend put the thing site up where it's got all kinds of information and, and, uh, we started, camera, we started uh, defund you know, the Capitol Police so. movement. We tell them that Roseanne's name was Roscoe. He was a transgender Panamanian who was here to for surgery, and we can get some attention this way. Maybe MSNBC or some of those freaks at CNN could pick it up. Thank you very much. You got to know how to sell this, baby. After all, you got an Irishman. It's been fake doll hair sewn on his head. Been lying for 50 years. Look at how good. Look at how much lies the American people will buy. I don't mean just Zelensky and the oligarch front bag man that he is, but listen to this. Workman telling the Post he did say to Biden then, I don't want it. He died. Uh-huh. Sure he did. You know, I, uh, my dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge. The old man died six years before Barack Obama even decided to run. Ah, you're Democrats. Most of you just want in on that scam. Most of you are short in the pants. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Views on Ukraine are because I have a friend of mine who is Orthodox. I don't know. Who is a descendant from that area? I've known about this civil war for years. You never hear the Vatican say a word about that. Why is that? What do you think that is? The Vatican. I mean, right? They're in the they're in the Jesus business, right? Or is it all the artwork and the robes and the flying pedophiles around? What exactly business are they in? 
Because if you're in the Jesus business, you think you'd be saying, hey, stop killing Christians, wouldn't you? No, nobody says a word. Huh. Catholics. Not a word. Of course, Catholics and Orthodox, I don't think there's much in common aside from Jesus. Eduardo. Yeah, Sean, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, it's a disaster bill. I mean, the Republicans do this this, with these 5,000-page bills. Everything needs to be one page, and that's it. This is ridiculous. It's the same story, though, brother. I remember when the Democrats were barking about Iraq. We don't even have Tylenol or Moxlin, and they're giving this guy a chance for more money. We don't even have a fracking border. We got nothing. We got got Sangul. We got nothing. Look at, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. A friend of mine is from Bakersfield, California. He sent me a uh, sent me a video t- today. Have you taken a look at what Bakersfield, California has become? I mean, you're talking about you have destroyed anywhere there's a Democrat in charge. It, this is ravaged by ghettos. And we're giving this buffoon who is killing his own people, who's steeped in banking controversies. Ukraine is worse than the sewer of Chicago. And you know how bad that is. They're not politicians. They're thieves. And you're giving just blind money. And uh, it's not charity. Well, is it an investment? Do I get some land? What do I get for this? I get a thank you. Take your thank you and your T-shirt and shove it. And in the meantime, leave some of that techno music. This, I'll tell you what, it's hard to get this out of your head, isn't it? All right, when I get back, we've got a good guest. But in the meantime, everybody party like you're Victor Bout. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. So for the first time since economic books were written and theories were thought, the term of recession has been changed. The idea to curb inflation that's created by bad policies of the Federal Reserve is somehow to enrich the Federal Reserve and bankrupt more than half of the nation. 63% of Americans are living check to check. Same percentage can't write a check for over $700. What does the future look like? My next guest is here to help us with talk about a, a looming recession. His name is Derek Kinney. He's the author of Good Money Revolution, How to Make Money in Good Times and Bad. Derek is also the CEO of Good Money Framework and host of the popular Good Money Podcast. Hi, Derek. How are you? Sean, it's great to be with you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Although I like to sing happy birthday to Jesus, I don't celebrate the German socialist who likes to have kids sit on his lap. That's just me. But in the meantime, I'm a contrarian, as you can tell. What do you think is going to look like as the government continues to destroy the integrity and the value of our dollar by giving it away? What I'm telling people right now is that I've heard there's a recession coming, but I've decided not to participate. (laughs) I like that. I like that. That reminds me of a guy I used to trade with who I loved to death. He gave me my first book on economics. He used to go like this. It's expensive to be rich, but it's really worth it. So I like these kind of catchphrases. So go ahead. How are you going to not participate? Well, you know, it's interesting, Sean, because the media right now is pelting people. And I feel it, too. So if I'm feeling it and I'm a business owner helping people with their money, I know that people who are struggling financially are really feeling the pain right now. And, And that is, look, 
they're giving people a message, the government is, of saying, look, settle for the crumbs that they toss off the table and settle for a life of mediocrity. And I want people to flat out reject that minimalist thinking and say, look, if you want 2023 to be better than 2022, which is what I feel everybody deserves, you're going to have to make a decision. You can't count on the government, who is really primarily led right now by activists and not prudent economists that have ever run a business or a reputable corporation. And so that lack of knowledge is what's putting this economy, in my opinion, in a ditch right now that they simply can't get out of. And so you've got to ask yourselves a couple of questions. Am I willing to settle for what I'm paid right now? And if not, there are some questions you can ask yourself and things you can do in the first part of next year to begin making the money you deserve and become a more valued employee, which is really putting yourself on the pathway to true financial independence. I like this, but there are macro elements that not many people can control, right? So now what you're talking, you look at this through the eye of an entrepreneur and the eye of somebody that can always answer the questions that may come up and the problems with the idea of capitalism and free market abilities. And I share those with you. But what you have, in my opinion, what we're witnessing right now is a seditious conspiracy by our government to destroy the opportunity and to make that a very, very difficult climb. Now, I can argue it both ways. So if you're in a very strong Democrat-held state where they control the powers that be, it's very difficult to operate and own and start a business. However, if you're in a friendly state, it's much easier. I've done both, and I know which one I like better. So when you see the, the problem on the horizon of the macro problems as governments destroy the value of dollar, inflation will not be curbed. It will simply get worse. And now you see on top of that, they're continuing the same problem that created the inflation as with the reckless spending and the rest of it. And now it's harder to get money. What's the ordinary guy do? Well, first of all, recognizing that the deck is stacked against you. And I don't say that to be a pessimist no. and to drive people to the margarita mix. But the reality is, as a voice of reason, you've got to do some things differently. And so what I do anticipate, and this is the economic landscape for next year, we're likely going to see a recession, and it will likely be consumer-led. And, and here's why I say that. One thing that we've seen this past week is reports coming out that a higher level than in previous years of people tapping into their 401ks early to borrow against it, Sean. Yeah. And when I hear that types of news, what that means is they've probably gone through their checking account, they've gone through their savings account, and now they're breaking glass in the case of emergency to access money, which is hemorrhaging their retirement. We're also probably going to hear of news of heightened credit card debt, even heightened bankruptcies in the next year. So two-thirds of our economy is built on how comfortable and confident the average consumer, the, the educated listener to this great show is feeling about their money. And so I believe if those things are true, which many reputable economists verify what I'm talking about, now we've got a situation where, listen, if you're a teacher, a cop, a firefighter, a pilot, you're in a system where it's all based on years of service. You could be the worst of all in those fields, but you're still going to get paid money based on just being there. 
So what I'm talking about is if you're the administrative assistant or the mid-level manager or the person who feels like I'm worth more than I'm getting paid right now, you've got to take some steps to go to your boss and say, look, I want to add more value and help grow this business and this company. But to do that, I want to get paid more money. And if you can secure that type of agreement, you'll say goodbye to the token 4% raises forever. You'll start making some real money and not have to jump where the grass you think is greener, but it could be the grass under your feet right now if you know what to do. So you basically teach people to think like an entrepreneur. You take people who kind of gave up the idea, ah, it's too risky, and you you kind of wake them up by saying there is no security, just the illusion of it, if you're working for somebody who is subjected to the realities of macro conditions. And unless you step up, you're going to get kicked out. Do I have it about right? That's exactly right. You know, we, we always talk about in the money business, I was a financial advisor for 25 years, and people would always talk about, Derek, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. But if you think about it, if you work for someone right now and you're not getting paid what you feel like you deserve, you are agreeing with them by the amount they're placing on your paycheck. Now, I'm not trying to be the naysayer and, and let you go into the holidays in a really bad mood with a hangover, but what I'm telling you is you've got to change that. And so what I would tell people right now, I'm going to tell you a quick story about a woman named Debbie. She came to me a couple years ago, Sean, and she was feeling overworked, overlooked, and underappreciated, which many people can relate to. And she wanted to jump ship and go to someplace else. And I said, you know what, Debbie, before you do that, would you be willing to do an experiment she said, yes. And so we began to brainstorm in her current job as an administrative assistant. In her mind, the lowest rung at her company, could she go to her boss with ideas to make more money? And what I told her was, remember this, besides this station right here, your boss's favorite radio station is always WIIFM, which means what's in it for me? <laughs> and if you can answer these three questions, how can I increase sales? How can I reduce expenses and how can I help grow the business? And so we came up with a strategy. Her boss always complained to her about being overworked and not having the capacity to bring in new business. He saw all the customers himself. And we talked about what if Debbie got licensed and could take the bottom 25% and begin seeing those people to free her boss up to bring in new business. And then Debbie could work out an incentive program with her boss to say any new business that she uncovered, she could get a bonus off that. She pitched it to her boss, Sean. Her boss said this, it is so nice to have an employee who thinks like an entrepreneur yeah. inside of a business. That's right. You see, that was the light bulb moment for me and for her. Then we came up with this idea that there was only one salesperson at the company, and they relied on that one person to bring in new business. And we said, what if you empowered every employee? There were 10 people in this small firm and said, if you bring in new business to the sales department and it turns out into a, a lead that translates into growth, we're going to give you a really sizable bonus. So suddenly they empowered the entire company to want to bring in new business because of what was in it for them. So the bottom line is I know so many people right now feel overlooked, overworked, and they want to jump ship. If you bet on yourself, you'd be willing to take a risk and go to your boss and say in your current job, what could you do to increase sales, reduce costs, grow the business? You have nothing to lose except probably make more money before just jumping ship and recreating the same problem that you're leaving. 
Yeah, and I think also, too, you have to recognize that um, you need to have some personal responsibility. And in this climate where the government assures you that they are going to continue to rise your, to raise your cost of credit card debt, that you need to take everything you can and make sure that you have no credit card debt. Because this is something that I think most people don't realize. Credit card companies charge you on the full average balance, not on what you think you owe. And this is a big problem for most people. You know, when you read those scary statistics, 63% of all Americans right now are living check to check. The same percentage cannot write a check for $700. You realize this is a lot of this is bad management. And this is something that people need to be aware of. You need to control your liability because these credit card companies use any excuse to massively increase their profits. And what the Federal Reserve did, which still is shocking to me, that there are people that do not that lie to the bulk of Americans. They basically said we're going to destroy the the idea of demand by bankrupting people who were not fiscally responsible. I mean, that's what we're living through. So if you're on that edge, do not continue to the path of credit card, the credit card, the credit card. You need to make every extra dollar you can and pay that down or you are the walking bankrupt as so many Americans are. And that's what needs to change, don't you think? Well, it does, Sean. I love that term, the walking bankrupt. That is so powerful. Let me let me give your listeners two things to think about as we as we go into Christmas. First of all, how do we avoid becoming the walking bankrupt? Well, we always set New Year's goals, and people often set so many goals, they get frustrated a month later that they've not achieved any of them, and then they repeat the same year that they wanted to improve from the year before. Here's what I would tell people. On a note card or on a sticky note, simply write down your top three money goals that you want to achieve in 2023. It might be, I need to save $10,000 so that my son or daughter can go to college a year from now. Or I may want to have money for a house down payment, or I want to pay down $5,000 of credit card debt. Whatever those goals are, write them down on a simple note card or a sticky note, and then most importantly, Sean, add this. When I achieve this, I will feel. When you can attach an emotion of how you will feel to achieving that goal, that's where the magic occurs. Because when the stakes are high, that if I don't do this, something bad will happen to me or my family, it can empower you to really drive through that. And one thing I would say, I talk about this in my book, Good Money Revolution. In chapter five, there's a concept called capture and keep. And right now is great to do this. People have some time off. Call your homeowner's insurance. Call your, your in our Texas, you can do this with electricity, uh, automobile insurance, homeowner's insurance, your phone company, your cable company. Be a st- steward of your economic I'm world. considering cheap. What's that? Be a steward of your economic world. Be in charge. Be in charge. Stop acting yeah. like a victim. So you want to grab call it. and say, yeah. look, I, I'm considering changing companies. Is there a discount you can give me to keep my business? And about 90% of the people that do this who report back to me say, Derek, I ended up saving about $100, in some cases $200 a month. The problem, though, is what do most people do? They buy the new phone. They buy the new truck. And now they're shifting debt to debt. But capture the savings and keep it by automatically redirecting it to your highest financial pain point, your highest interest credit card. Love it. Pay off your house early. Put it toward debt that you've got. That way you're capturing the money and have something to show for it. If you do those two things, 
I believe you will have a dramatically better 2023 with your money in like 2022. I like that. My New Year's resolution, I was thinking about that one, but mine is I'm going to stop being so polite to people I disagree with. In the meantime, Derek, <laughs> I want to thank you so Love much it. for coming on. He is the author of Good Money Revolution, the host of Good Money Podcast. Thank you, Derek. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. <laughs> you're no squirrel hands, even though you're his boss. In the meantime, what a freak show it is in the city of Chicago, man. They just had Dr. Awardy on. She's telling me to wear a mask. Are you nuts? You ever see that? Imagine you walk in a bar. You got Dr. Awardy, Lori Lightfoot, and Sam Bankman-Fried's girlfriend all sitting at a table. You know what you do there? You walk out. That is a bar with no standards, and they should always be wearing a mask, regardless of the pandemic. Where is uh, my guy here? Where is he? Where is he? To Ukrainian people, I say to them all, you have demonstrated, you've shown your strong. See how he can't say shown? He can't enunciate the words. It's the dementia. We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children. Eventually, we need more money to plan for the second pandemic. He's trying to say to plan, but he can't because of the dementia. So he says fan. You hear it? Let's do it again. It's fun. I like, let's, let's make fun of the man with dementia and diapers. Go seepy seepy. It's almost time. Joe Biden in the White House right now is getting his diaper changed, all powdered up. Time to go seepy seepy. We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Told you there was going to be another pandemic, Eric. You didn't believe me. It's going to be another one. But do you know where I saw it? You know where I heard it? The X Files. I did. Do you know what year I heard it? 2016. This man, Tad O'Malley, has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Just hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. She's talking about Bill Gates? She's talking about Klaus Schwab. She's talking about Joe Biden, Donald Trump. She's talking about somebody peddling that stuff. I was given a smallpox vaccine as a child, as I'm sure you were as well. It was standard practice in America at the time. If you are suggesting that there is more in that shot than than a vaccine. It's actually not that far-fetched and within the realm of accepted science. Something entering the germline, something that would be passed down hereditarily. That would be an unprecedented violation of the public trust. Oh, now you... (laughs) The public trust. We have to think ahead. We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children. Eventually, we need more money to plan for the second pandemic. You can't say plan. This stupid son of a dog cannot say plan. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another (laughs) pandemic. Say plan. Hey, you spending billions. Say plan, you stupid idiot. 
In the meantime, I also saw it on The Simpsons. I'd like to call to order this secret conclave of America's media empires. We are here to come up with the next phony baloney crisis to put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms glued to their televisions too terrified to skip the commercials. Well, I think... NBC, you are here to listen and not speak. I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health care. Yeah. A new disease. No one's immune. It's like the summer of the shark, except instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. That is... Now, I hate to be the guy who derails what everybody else loves. He loves being that guy. But, Janice, we do have standards. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. We... Bingo. And then before you know it, money's passed. Everybody gets a little cut. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided. Thank you. I have to go back and put on a shirt now. And if you get too squirrely, they got a fan for you. Also known as a plan. (laughs) 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. No, no, no. Lambda, lambda, lambda. Eric is here. 312-642-5600. I think I hit a button. I erased all the phone calls. That's right. 312-642-5600 if you care to participate in the show. I have an update. The most... You tell me God doesn't have the sense of humor of Don Rickles. Sam Bankman Freed's girlfriend. You know my grandma used to say when she'd see somebody this ugly? Picard. This is generational ugly. Her great-great-grandmother is the one who inspired the dimmer switch. This isn't like first-generation ugly. If you just take a look at this chick, Caroline Ellison, she's got some problems aside from just the face. First, I'm announcing that the Southern District of New York has filed charges against Caroline Ellison, the former CEO of Alameda Research. CEO? I, I, I don't think she could spell CEO. She's brilliant, though. She's as smart as she is beautiful. And Gary Wong, a co-founder of FTX. These are great names. Ellison and Wong. (laughs) Not just the restaurant you don't want to eat in. This is a place you don't want to give your money to, these crooked bastards. Connection with their roles and the frauds that contributed to FTX's collapse. Both Ms. Ellison and Mr. Wong have pled guilty to those charges. And they are both cooperating with the Southern District of New York. What's to cooperate about? What is to cooperate? You stole the money. Now they're going to flip on the kid with the hair like Juan Epstein? The, 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 the money launderer for the Democrat mafia? See, what I want to know is how much money, because I think it's a billion dollars. Oh, yes, I do. And I think he took, the, he took that money to spread more and more lipstick on the pig. That is the American mafia party calling themselves Democrats. Where do we go to get our country back, scumbag? Second... I'm announcing that Samuel Bankman Freed is now in FBI custody and is on his way back to the United States. He will be transported directly to the Southern District of New York, and he will appear in court before a judge in this district. He's already home with his slippers on, tucked away in bed. 
Only he doesn't have a diaper, just like Joe Biden. He's already in bed. Now you got to worry he doesn't get Epstein. Because the reality is he knows where all the bodies are buried. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant. That's Maxine Waters. Who almost, well, she's actually less repulsive than Caroline Ellison, which is the first time that's ever been said about Maxine Waters. And what are we supposed to focus on? Elsewhere tonight, former President Donald Trump's tax returns won't be hidden much longer. The Democratic-led House Ways and Means Committee announced the financial information will be out within the next few days. Member- so a bill was passed in the Senate, and that bill was passed that uh, presidents have to be audited. I can't help but notice they didn't audit this president. See, because Donald Trump actually was a private businessman, and the taxes that Donald Trump paid just on real estate is why these communist teacher unions can exist. You see, that's not voluntary, that's extortion. So what they do when you own real estate is they let you offset any income based on those taxes. Then you depreciate the asset because if you are stupid enough to buy real estate in a Democrat hellhole sewer, it depreciates. The taxes are a money laundering scheme for the communist teacher unions. And that's how they're going to get that he didn't pay any taxes when the reality is he paid hundreds of millions in taxes. He was 10 times an asset to this country than this rat faced pig, Caroline Ellison, or her boyfriend, Juan Epstein. Uh, Mike on the south side. Hey, Sean, I'm sitting there having a cigar and I'm having a rusty nail. What's a rusty nail? Nah. It's a it's a uh, it's a drambuie and oh. two two shots. Wow, uh, Glenn Fittich. What do you what do you think? You're some kind of Ukrainian oligarch? Go like Victor Bout. All right, go ahead. What else you got? I'm I'm hiding. I'm hiding. I'm hiding. All right, go ahead. What else? Hey, you well, well, I told uh, I I told your call screener. I said uh, stop calling him President Biden. Did I call him President Biden? Did I do that? I'd hardly ever do that. Did I slip? I think I called him dimwood in diapers. I called him dementia patient ground zero. I called him short in the pants Irish gypsy. I don't think I called him President Biden, but I might have. It's it's executive Biden. He's the executive of a bankrupt corporation. Yes. Yeah, I I don't even like executive. Let's just call him what he is. Short in the pants Irish disappointment to everything he's ever touched. Unless you're his business partner, then you made out like a Russian oligarch. Thank you very much. I got to get you the vegetable soup, Sean. I got a jar waiting for you. All right. I'm willing to try it. I don't want any. I, I'll, I'll try that. But as for the rusty nail, no thank you. I like my brain cells were there. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I haven't had a drink in years. Yeah, I don't like it. But whenever I uh, did drink, couldn't help but notice the similarity between the music at the dollhouse, then became the crazy horse, and what's on Zelensky's plane. I can't get it up. You know what'll ruin that song? A picture of Caroline Ellison's face. Chuck in Dullivan. Hey, you know what? what? You're not going to believe this, but I built the, the stage at the dollhouse as a carpenter when I was working over there. I did Goose Island Brewery, and I did some work at Bub City. Really? I might have yep. gotten, anyway, I might I have got to, my head banged off that stage once or twice, but go ahead. I wanted to tell you guys. Small world. I want to tell you, first of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I want to tell everybody, I announced this on uh, Dan and Amy's this morning. All right. But I wanted to say uh, Merry Christmas to all the people for 15 years that came and visited me at the Brookfield Zoo. Oh. And that uh, you're in my heart. And that the beached whale governor was the one that shut 
the down the zoo. Really? And not let me be the Santa. You know why he shut it down, right? He didn't want to be reminded of the cell that him and the other hippos escaped from, the fat bastard. That's why he shut it down. Because he didn't want to go by the hippos. And somebody said to the hippo, have you lost weight? Because all you got to do is stand next to Pritzker. Thank you very much, Chuck and Dullivan. I'm glad you worked at the zoo. Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? I'm having the time of my life. How about you, kid? Are you stuck up here? I am, and I'm not happy about it. That's all right, though. I've got a lot of company, a lot of company, thousands of people, but that's all right. I'll be out of here soon. You know what? I actually like it at Christmas. I get to see my wife's family. I love them to death. There's not a Democrat, rat, Biden voter in the bunch. We're going to have the time of our lives in the fish salad. Forget about it. Phenomenal. And there's no one there ugly enough to even be mistaken for a Democrat as far as the women go. Go ahead. So the lead in the lead into that story is basically saying that President Trump has hidden his taxes and that they are now going to be released. This man has been scrutinized six ways from Sunday more than any president in the entire knowledge base that I have yeah. of the presidents in history. Mm-hmm. So why aren't why is the Trump camp not coming out saying, hey, I've been investigated by the Mueller report and everything else shift, Adam shift. Yeah. And why aren't some of the Republicans coming out saying Trump's got a big week attacking spot. the fact, you know, he's, you know, attacking, attacking people's taxes is a two edged sword. So well, why aren't all, the Republicans the Fourth Amendment? saying that this is ridiculous? How do you get to out everything this guy ever did without his permission? You, you can vote the way somebody's privacy. You can vote. You can exactly. vote away to 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 release documents that are what's more personal than your tax return. Number one, and number two, how how come no one is pointing out that this scumbag? Let's just take one of them, Patrick Leahy. I want a forensic audit of Patrick Leahy, not his money and his check that goes to the account. I want a forensic audit of his war chest. That's how they wash and launder money. I want to know about Nancy Pelosi. I want to know about her husband, Stinky Hammers, Paul. I want an audit of every one of these rat bastards and every single lobbyist that ever gave a Democrat or Republican money. I want to know everything. And if you're going to release Trump's tax returns, I want theirs. I want to know about John Boehner, that half man. I want to know every single thing. That's what I want to know. What do you think of that? The thing that that bothers me the most is, that if they come after President Trump, they're going to come after us. Brother, we know that. Right? They're already, they've been after but, him. They've been after me. They're after me. Right? I got a problem with my cigar store. Not, now all my quarterlies, we're going to do them again. Okay, do them again. All because what? I called this fat pig rat Democrat gangster what he is. And I'm talking about Pritzker now. I could be talking about Blagojevich. I could be talking about any of them. The reality is, this is the game you're in. This is a third world banana Republican. What you see before you is an illusion, a kabuki theater of a republic. We are not a Republican, a republic. It is a seditious conspiracy to where you think you got hope and change. Oh, I hope they don't pass the omnibus bill. The bill's already passed. The money's already spent less than two months after the budget kicked in. A record budget of $5.9 trillion. And no one wants to ask, why do you need the money? Thank you very much. I do. I want to ask. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. Slash food for the poor. AM560. The answer. Let it snow, let it snow and snow. 
Larry Landry in, uh, under Obamacare. It was called the Louisiana Purchase. She was a holdout to shove that fraudulent failed bill down everyone's throat. She got $4.3 billion for her district. That's exactly what happened here. So to pretend like this is new and we had a chance, this is how the syndicate calling itself our government operates. And, you know, I like every once in a while when they expose themselves, not the stinky hammer Paul Pelosi way, but the Nancy Pelosi, dumb and I don't care, let it all hang out and saggy Nancy Pelosi way. Here's the thing. As Speaker of the House, I have awesome power. Think about that. As Speaker of the House, I have awesome power. The way that she became Speaker is like a good political whore that she is. She raised the most money. Nancy Pelosi has single-handedly raised over $2 billion for the Democrat Mafia. So let's hear it again. Here's the thing. As Speaker of the House, I have awesome power. As a... Now, transitioning to a different role. She mean Nathaniel? She was asked what she's going to do and how she's going to step aside. Listen to the arrogance that she celebrates. This would make her gangster father, scumbag that he was, look very... uh, He'd be proud of his little girl, even though she she should be ashamed of a thief. I expect to have strong influence, but not on my members, just in terms of encouraging more women, for example, to run. Uh, to um, to talk about civics and how we have to used to be a, a requirement when I was little a hundred years ago, but now it's a elective and most people are not familiar. So I- that's very important. She's been a Congress birthing person since the eighties. Civics used to be required in school. Now it's an elective. It's why fifty percent of the people are taught by communists and Marxists. They're teaching our kids this is normal. See, what Nancy Pelosi represents is why she should go to jail, why bills are are unconstitutional, why our government is no longer a republic, but an oligarch system. They just can print up the money. Up to see what that path is. But the Speaker of the House is a very big job. Doesn't mean you're a god. You're supposed to work for the people instead of rule. But now take your half a billion dollars and your stinky hammer husband and get the hell out of here. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I want to go over a couple of things with the procedures. So this illusion of a representative republic is supposed to have rules. Are we supposed to have rules? I think we have rules. What are the rules? Anybody know the rules? I don't know. We just gave a guy $110 billion. I don't see any rules attached to that. He's saying, thank you. It's not charity. What is it? Anybody ask about this? What? We? I mean, we give $110 billion. Are you giving it back? Do we get anything or... Is it just exactly what I think it is? A payoff through a bribery scheme. 
I think it's that. I think I know the reason why. I think it's evident. You took the Chicago model of pay-to-play and you expanded it times a billion and you start giving away money to mafia members. That's how I see it. But there are some parliamentary rules, aren't there? There are many other points of order that can be raised on this. The budget rules are actually of some value if we would actually obey the rules. Some of the people, you see them, you see them in their states, they're at campaign rallies, they'll tell you at town halls, they'll tell you on the Senate floor that we absolutely must get spending under control. They'll tell you that the debt is a problem. They'll tell you that it's a terrible way to run government to have omnibuses. It's terrible to put $6 trillion together in one bill, release it at 1.30 in the morning and pass it, and you can read about it and find out what is in it later. I suspect we will find a lot of promises, though, that will be violated as we vote on these PAYGO restrictions. Realize that this is... Think about these names, and I want you to remember them, because they're Republicans. And everything that Rand Paul just accused them of doing, they're doing in spades. And they're all taking money back to their districts. Murkowski, Shelby, Tuberville, Boozman, Cotton. That's a very big disappointment, Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton must be... Must be thrown out of the Republican Party, as every one of these names. Rubio, you got to go. I know you just won. Get five and a half years. But this should never be forgotten. Grassley, because Rubio wants to be president. Him and his big stupid ears, they want to be president. Grassley, Young, Moran, McConnell. You want to know something? If Mitch McConnell isn't thrown out of office, if Mitch McConnell isn't investigated, isn't audited, this Republican Party will go nowhere as it has gone nowhere. But further into the abyss, Collins, Blunt, Hyde Smith, Wicker. (laughs) It's the law. The law of the land says you can't do this. Congress in passing this omnibus omnibus is breaking the law. The statute says very clearly they cannot do this. The only way they actually can evade responsibility is they change the law. They say, oh, well, it'd be embarrassing to get rid of the law. We will waive the law. So we have laws for decades that could actually right our fiscal house and put us on a course towards balancing our budget, and the rules are waived. That's not right. And that happened under leadership, leadership of old lady face Mitch McConnell. Versus the leader that should be. I'm partial, but I like him. His name is Rick Scott. He's a man. Built something. Made his money honestly. Isn't interested and can't be bought. In Florida, people come up to me and they say, <clears throat> when they talk about the Southern border, they said, is the Biden administration dumb? Are they incompetent? Or is this intentional? I think it means me. And I don't ask questions. I tell them what it is. This is intentional. This weapon isn't a problem. It is if you want to believe in integrity, if you believe in the principles. But if you're a politician, this is a great weapon. After all, you just bailed out sanctuary cities with your omnibus bill. A la the Wall Street, $785 million in a splash fund to not help Americans, to not help Americans at all. This is to help illegal aliens for their food for their housing, for their health care, wrapped in a bill. They say when you look at the number of people that have died of um, fentanyl overdoses, they say, does the Biden administration just not care? No, they don't care. If they cared, they would spend the money not to help a Ukrainian oligarch, 
but to help the people, the American people who are being victimized by the Sinaloa new generation cartel that has no supply chain problems, none whatsoever. Let's ask Schmuck Schumer what he thinks. Title 42 nearly scuttled this or caused you a lot of heartburn last night. What exactly happened? Is that is any part of that fight? I mean, with the number of Democrats who wanted to vote for the Mike Lee amendment, is any part of that going to carry into next year? Well, I think first, I think the Biden administration realizes it has to come up with a real plan for the border that's not just punitive or health oriented. You know, Title 42 has no consequences. So you cross the border, you push back on the other side, and the same people cross over and over again. Notice how Chuck Schumer morphs into a Republican. Notice how the Republicans morph into Democrats when they vote to enrich their own coffers. This is an illusion. It's a duopoly. There's no different parties. They all have the same bank account. They all have the same punchlines, the same taglines, the same bullet points. It's all the same. And our debt gets bigger. Our taxes have to be paid and go up. Theirs never do. And now you think they're onto something? With taxes for Donald Trump? How come nobody wanted taxes for Sam Bankman-Fried? Nobody wanted to look at the books for Caroline. I throw up in my mouth Ellison every time I look in the mirror. How come nobody wanted to look at any of this? It's not a comprehensive plan that's ever going to work. And so the Biden administration's coming up with one, and I think you're going to find that... Dem- oh, well, you had 50 years. Now you can't remember if it's Tuesday or July. Put your own pants on or get out of a room without a lit exit sign and an Andy Frame. David in Lansing. Hey, Sean. We mentioned uh, Senator Cotton voted for this bill. I came Tom up Cotton. with an idea. Tom Cotton, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Let's say uh, their name so that people never forget it, because this piece of garbage will go on TV and pretend to be a, a, a Republican, pretend to push back and be offended by the Democrat mafia. He's actually pretended to be a Tea Party Republican, but so has Adam Kinzinger, so has all the scum, Joe Walsh, and the rest of it. They're scum. They're lying, fraudulent scum. Go ahead. So I have a solution, because I think some of these may... You're making a mistake, so I used to drive a truck. You're moving to Paradox. Drug testing. All right, go ahead. So, random drug testing for all senators and congressmen. David, that um, those rules, those laws, those are for the slaves. The slave masters don't abide by that. It's a nice idea, but you're not going anywhere with it. They don't abide by simple rules. They don't abide by taxes. They write avoidances, immunity for themselves and their campaign contributors. And you know who else did partake in this? Donald Trump. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. Why would the first thing you do give them immunity for the vaccine? The very first thing you did. After first, you named it Operation Warp Speed, and then you said they're immune. Come on, that's why I'm telling you, there's no good horse in this race right now. But we better get a good one. How many people are dying of drug overdoses in this country? When you hear about the numbers, about the number of people who come across the border, when you hear about the number of terrorists that are caught, when you hear about the number of criminals that have come across the border. People ask me, does the Biden administration just not, not care, or do they just this incompetent? I don't think there's any question. This is all intentional. For whatever reason, and I don't know who will, who will be able to explain it to anybody, 
The Biden administration believes our border should be completely open. So what we're going to what we're going to continue to see is we're going to continue to see terrorists come across our border, criminals come across our border, drugs come across our border. More Americans are going to die. We're going to have more crime. And the Biden administration is not going to change. They, there's nothing they're doing that would change. Mayorkas comes up here and testifies that the border is secure. That's a complete lie. If he actually believes it, he's the only person in America that believes this. So we are, we've got to get control of our border. Rick Scott, Rand Paul, these are two names of people who have been fighting the Leviathan forever. These are two good I, I, I even don't want to call them Republicans because they're better than Republicans. After all, Republicans are the ones that voted for this omnibus bill. Republicans are Leahy. Republicans are McConnell. Republicans are magic underpants. Mitt Romney, who gets to be Jesus on his next planet. The whack job. And in the meantime, if you think that Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi are Democrats, I want to remind you of a Democrat in 1995. All Americans... Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace, as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. U.S. national debt in 1995. (laughs) These idiots since Bill Clinton, who was offensive, an intern molester, the only thing he ever did that I understood was cheat on Hillary since him have exploded the national debt to $32 trillion and the Republicans were in on the scam the entire time. Each and every Republican. The rules didn't matter. The principles didn't matter. None of it mattered. Because, well, we have become overwhelmed with debt, which results in taxes for you and me. They have become gods among us. This is why it's all intentional. I'm from an immigration state. We like legal immigration. I've been to the border like everybody else up here has been to the border. There's some wonderful people that want to come come to the United States to live our dream. They should come here in a legal manner, in a manner where they're not human trafficked, in a manner where their daughters and their wives are not raped and victimized. So why the Biden? They are the favorite weapons of the Democrats who continue to fund them regardless of the laws. Laws are for you and me and the suckers who believe in them. The other ones are called Democrats. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I love 
love the Christmas music. I do. I love it to death. One thing I don't love is the policies of this particular government. I also don't love the money laundering scheme that's been happening between... I hate to call it successful, but one of the longest, most obvious communist Chinese parties or communist parties in the world, the Chinese Communist Party, as they seem to be getting stronger and we seem to be getting weaker. I also can't help but notice they gave the son of the sitting president one point five billion dollars so he could pretend to be a traitor, along with other atrocities and investments that are interwoven with the Biden crime family. That makes me uncomfortable. I remember when that used to be called colluding with the enemy. Now it's just called Democrats. I wanted to talk to somebody who's been playing this for quite a while and been fighting the fight for decades. His name is Frank Gaffney. He served as the Assistant Secretary of Defense for the International Security Policy under President Ronald Reagan. He now has a website he ha- handles called PresentDangerChina.org. Frank, how are you? I'm very well. John, good to be with you. You know, Frank, I remember the tagline that we were going to break communism, which, I, by the way, I believed the tagline. I was optimistic and hopeful that it would happen because I don't like the idea that people are slaves to their government. However, we're not breaking apart the Communist Party. We're becoming more like them. Uh, Where did it go wrong from sales pitch to implementation? I think the sales pitch was deceptive. It was never going to be the case that if we made the Chinese Communist Party rich, that they would become more like us. Uh, That was a delusion. Uh, They encouraged it, to be sure, but it was always a delusion. When they became richer, they were going to become more dangerous, and that's precisely what's happened. And I think the way that's manifesting itself now is particularly ominous, and, and you captured it very nicely in your brief remarks. They now have, as one of very um, accomplished former U.S. spy by the name of Sam Battis calls the obtaining of the top leader of the most important country impeding their global ambitions as what Fattis calls a controlled agent. Yes. And he's not alone. Um, There are lots of others uh, in our elites who have been, as they say, captured by the Chinese Communist Party. But this is particularly dangerous. They've got the money to capture them, and they're using it to take us down. Frank, one thing I like about being born in the 60s is I was raised by people who never taught me to be a willful slave to government. In fact, they believed in all of the principles that so many of our boys went away and fought for. The idea that the government was the servant, the people were the master. The only restraints in this country are to be on government, yet none exist. All the restraints are on the private citizen. How did we get to a place where our politicians, senators, congressmen, now the sitting president, I call them the old Cold War term of an asset to the Chinese Communist Party. But the reality is the Chinese Communist Party has invested in these politicians who are making decisions that are hamstringing my country while enriching theirs. Who is watching the watchers and how can we make this stop? It's a really important question. And the answer is what we've learned from the Twitter dumps by Elon Musk is that the people who are supposed to be watching these uh, intelligence and influence operators of our enemies, namely the FBI, 
we're actually colluding with the Twitter folks, yes, the mainstream media, yes, but also the Democratic Party and indeed Joe Biden's campaign back in the run-up to the 2020 election to suppress information about this, uh, well, controlled asset relationship. And in so doing, they have uh, created a nightmare of the greatest crisis of counterintelligence in our country's history. Uh, Sam Fettis and I spoke earlier today, and he said it's actually the greatest um, foreign intelligence catastrophe in our history. So all of this is going on in the background, and what's in the foreground and what we're not, I think, adequately attentive to though you've just put your finger on it, is what it's doing to us that we are sort of finding ourselves increasingly accommodating the Chinese Communist Party and doing their bidding. This is not how it was supposed to work out. They were supposed to become more like us. We are indeed, as you say, becoming more like them. Exactly. And Frank, um, the Cold War was, was an interesting time because it made the citizens aware that the Communist Party, back then the Soviets, we're trying to infiltrate and overthrow us from within. This is something that was called collaboration. This was something everybody was aware of. And yet here you, 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 you fast forward to circa 2023. The Chinese Communist Party is interwoven with our highest Wall Street hedge funds. They're interwoven with our highest universities of learning. They're interwoven with the congressmen, the senators, with the president. At a certain point... The people that are supposed to be investigating this are the FBI and the CIA. Yet, we have learned that Brennan, and this isn't new information, this is old information. Brennan and Comey both spent time in their youth voting, supporting for American Communist Party members. How were they able to rise to the leadership in what is supposed to be the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the central intelligence agencies. And until we find out, I want to freeze the money. What do you think of that? Well, I think there's a lot to be said for that. What I think is part of the explanation is that in the course of the post-Cold War era, we were encouraged to believe that the end of history had arrived. Our victory as a democracy was permanent, and we didn't need to worry about those adversaries of the past or some that clearly were very intent on becoming the adversaries of the future. And in the consequence of that, we, I think, saw sort of, you know, there's a lot of talk about genetic engineering these days. We saw the body politic genetically mutated to remove what I think of as, you know, the basic survival instinct, which is to worry about your security and to safeguard it by taking seriously the kinds of things that we did during the Cold War, back when I was working for President Reagan, for example. And it's been just appalling that we've come so far that, as you say, people who have uh, described themselves as communists or having voted for communists did, in fact, run the agencies that were supposed to defend us against these people. And unfortunately, in too many cases, we've got people who are Marxists, 
people who are uh, compromised, people who are controlled assets of our mortal enemy, the Chinese Communist Party, in positions of leadership, as you said, not just in business, not just in academia, not just in the media, not just in the financial sector, um, but politics as well. It's a formula for disaster. Frank, I could talk to you, honestly, for an hour. And and you have to promise to come back because I have so many things I want to ask you about in the era in which America, where you served and what you see today and how ridiculous it is. And I don't just mean Diane Feinstein's hairdo. In the meantime, thank you so much for making time for me. I know how busy your schedule is. Will you come back? Absolutely. I apologize for being late. No, don't be silly. I know how busy you are. And after the new year, I want you to have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And after the new year, we're going to have you back because I have so much to ask you. But I also want to recognize how much of a fight you've been putting up for those very principles that we're barely hanging on to. So, Frank Gaffney, thank you for your career and your years of service to America. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. We'll be back after this with you. Marxists, socialists and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I got to tell you, big guy, I don't really want to uh, go on vacation. I mean, I miss this. I love this, man. I don't want to. What am I going to do? I'm not good on vacation. I'm not good on it. You know, because these rat bastards in Washington are going to commit more atrocities when we're not looking, as they always do. What is keeping this guy upright? And, you know, uh, um, I think that there's a... Uh-huh. I've been in and out, not as... Uh, I've- Are you kidding me? Joe Biden's still alive! All right, let's go to the Lions. Lou in Western Suburbs. Hello, Sean. How are you? Good, Lou. Merry How are Christmas. you? Merry Christmas. Merry I'm, Christmas. I'm doing fine. Thank you. But remember, I, I talked to you election night when then uh, I'm work with Chubbs. Oh yes, yes. How are you? How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing well. Thanks. Good. Good. Uh, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and and just, I love I love the show. Oh. And, Thank you, Lou. That means the world to me. And when you said you you called election night, you know what I was thinking about? On the election night in this studio with Bruce Dumont, Dan Proft, when Joe Biden stole the election. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Absolutely. Lou, you have a safe Merry Christmas and don't go to Chicago. And if you do serpentine, because if you're hanging around with Chubb, something tells me you're a big target. It is a Chubb Chub said his, his phone blew up the next that as soon as I got off the thing, his all his friends called me. This phone blew up. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Will you it's tell that handsome fun. son of a gun I said hello? And tell him to pick I up a check once in a while, will you? Thank you, Lou. Gotcha. Appreciate the call very much. Joe in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, My pleasure. And are you getting reverb? Am I getting one? Joe hung up. Oh, Joe, we got disconnected. Joe, we are in Wisconsin. Either that or it's the NSA, probably had by a communist sympathizer, just like the FBI and the CIA. A lot going on in the witch hunt and all of the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Justice, the intelligence community. Last night, Louis uh, Gomer, Congressman Gomer, was with us here. And And he put the spotlight on something that a lot of people didn't recall or even know about James Comey's political past. Here he is. 
I did not know until last week I saw an article from 2003 where Comey was bragging that, yeah, I was a communist until I became whatever I am now. Are you fracking kidding me, man? These are communists. They used to throw you in jail. It was called communist sympathizer. You're the head of the FBI. No wonder the Bidens are getting away with this kind of atrocity. They're communist assets. House GOP leaders have made it clear repeatedly that they'll be going after Hunter Biden in a series of investigations once they officially take control of the chamber next year. And now Hunter Biden and his allies are gearing up and forming strategies to push back. Push back, you rat whore. What do you mean you're going to push back? I do not say it like that guy. No, I don't. Hey, she was a whore. No, I say it much better than that. Dirty whore. But some close to Hunter Biden seem to be at odds with the White House on how to handle any potential Republican probe, including on the very fundamental question. Oh, I know. Let's release the taxes of any LLC, any S-Corp, any entity with this crack-smoking, whoremongering rat and its child-sniffing father. Let's release all their tax records. Yeah, he sniffs the kids. Did you see him? Tell you what, that's why you don't let Joe Biden dress up as Santa. Oh, no, he'll be sniffing the kids. Stay away from the kids, sicko. Question of whether Hunter Biden should fight back now or continue to lay low and let Democrats dismiss any House GOP investigations as partisan political stunts. Did you know that he hired an attorney? Same attorney Jared Kishner hired. Same attorney Hillary Clinton. Same attorney all the Democrats scum hire. Do you know that? Yeah, it's true. Meant to attack someone who's a private citizen. The Washington Post this week describes a meeting held by Hunter Biden's friend and lawyer Kevin Morris in September in which Morris advocated... All lawyers, all lawyers, including these rat bastard senators. Oh, I'm going to step aside. Uh, I'm going to have to secure $500 million in the bill. My uh, name is Inhofe. And uh, let me see, where's the other one? Here's another guy, $212 million in the bill. Leahy. Oh, that's very nice. Are you fracking kidding me? Who the omnibus bill. It passed for Ukraine. Really? We sure we want to fund the Nazis this time? A crackdown on religious organizations which have links to Russia. An announcement made by President Vladimir Zelensky in his nightly address. The National Security and Defense Council has instructed the government to propose to the parliament a draft law on the prohibition of activities in Ukraine of religious organizations affiliated with the centers of influence in the Russian Federation. He means Orthodox Christians. This is an outrage. And seven days later, we gave him another $45 billion. Congress in a sweatshirt. Do you believe this idiot? 312 642 5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560, the answer. AM 560, the answer. So it goes by fast, doesn't it, kid? You miss doing this. How many years have you spend doing this? Too many. Are you on vacation, too, when I'm on vacation? Again, I'm getting out of here. You pour it out of my mind. Joey, Kenosha, Wisconsin. 
Hey, Sean. Good. I apologize for hanging up and losing it on there. No problem, buddy. Uh, my pa, my pa is uh, sick, and uh, he turned me on to your show. Oh. Um, I was just hoping I could get some holiday wishes from the audience and prayers. What's your father's name? Chuck Ulrich. Chuck. Yep. All right, here, we're going to stay on the line. I'm going to send you a shirt, and uh, <laughs> you're going to keep us in touch with uh, Chuck. When I get back on the 3rd, you call me, let me know how everything's going, all right? You do that for me? Thank you, Sean. No problem. How old is he? Uh, he's 71. He's oh. he's, he's an ex-Marine. No, he, former Marine. No, Never you're always a Marine. You're just a Marine. Yep. And you tell him it's yep. 71. He's got another marriage in him as a Marine. He could do 50 <laughs> push-ups and get married. You might get a brother out of the deal. You tell him to pep up a little bit. All right? Uh, thank you. Thank you and thank the audience. I appreciate that, Joe. You take care. We're going to put you on hold. Honey, money, get Joey and his father, Chuck. And uh, I can't get over how fast this show's been. I am going to be very, I wanna, I'm going gonna to miss New Year's with you, but I'm going to tell you what. I am so thankful for you. You have made the show a very big success, and you have made me have the best year. I am having the time of my life. I am really depressed about vacation. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I might have to call in. No, I can't call in? All right. All right, in the meantime, I want everybody to have a good year and every New Year's resolution. And I hope yours is the same as mine. I'm going to stop tolerating these political whores and these half-assed gangsters that own them. I'm going to stop that. In the meantime, I'm only going to support the good ones. And I'm going to call out every rat bastard bad one that there is, even when they're Republicans. In fact, I'm going to be harder on the Republicans that are scum. The Democrats that are scum, I expect that you identify yourself as scum when you call yourself a Democrat. But as for the Republicans, now it's time we throw their asses out. Let's make them go stand in the corner with the dummies and put the dunce cap on so they blend in with the Democrats. Exactly, Fetterman. And in the meantime, don't let yourself get down. That's it. We got to go. All right. Let me just do one more. huh? One more. One more. I got to have a little good time like a Ukrainian lobbyist. Have a good time on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Live it up like you were on Zelensky's plane back with the hookers and the blow and the wads of cash. All right. I'll be back after the New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.